Hello again and welcome to another edition of Bang the Drum. My name is Joe Greenwich and our guest today just became the 58th Hawk to reach the 1,000 point plateau in his career a few months ago and has been one of the Hawks' unquestioned leaders on and off the court during his time on Hawk Hill. We're happy to have senior guard Cam Brown with us. Cam, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Joe. How are you doing today? Doing all right. How have you been? I know the season ended probably about six weeks ago. A little bit of recovery, but one thing about basketball guys is when they're not playing basketball, they're usually playing basketball. So have you had a chance to get a break at all? Yeah, uh, we got a few weeks, a couple weeks off at the end of the season. Um, but probably about like two and a half weeks, two, three weeks after the season ended, we got back into lifting, um, got back into some workouts with each other. So uh, it's been a pretty good spring so far. I can't complain. Now, generally, senior year, your season ends, you're just a student, you know, time to focus on class. But not too long ago, you announced you're coming back for another season. A lot of players doing that with their eligibility. A lot of players kind of dipping their toes in the transfer portal, maybe exploring other opportunities. But you're coming back to Hawk Hill for a fifth season. Talk to us a little bit about your reasons. Like, what went into the thought process? Was there ever a thought in your mind about going anywhere else? Um, honestly, uh, at the beginning of the year, I probably couldn't have told you what I was going to do. Um, I wasn't trying to think about it that much. Um, I wanted to see what we could do with the team we had last year. I knew we were really young. I knew we were really talented. So I just want to see how last year went. Um, and just focus on having a good year myself also, just trying to be the best player I could without any distractions. So, um, really, it really came down to like the week after the A-10s ended. Um, I was sitting at home talking to my parents, talking to my sister, and uh, we just weighed all the options. And I, for me, it kind of ended up, bringing a no, ended up being a no-brainer to come back to St. Joe's. Um, I just feel comfortable here. Uh, team's very talented. Um, I feel like we, we, I feel like we had a good year last year, but we also underachieved a little bit. Um, a lot of games that we could have won that we were just probably a little bit too young to win or not ready to win yet. But I think with the team that we got coming back, um, feel like I could help the guys win win more games, win more games that we ever won here, and uh, just have a good year. And also, transfer portal is just a little too crazy for me. So <laughs> many people in there. In, in pro sports, they kind of talk about the silly season where, where guys are getting traded, they're signing free agent contracts, and in college basketball, you think about a pro sports league with 30 teams, yeah. there's like 12 times as many teams and, and 12 times as many players. It's crazy. And, it's, like a thousand, it's like a thousand players in the transfer portal this yeah. year. It's actually crazy. Well, you talk about it being a no-brainer, kind of some unfinished business. It sounds like, yeah, feel like? yeah. I just, I just, it's not even like unfinished business, but just a, just a chance to prove to people that like we've getting, we're getting better, and like we're, we're at the, about to be, we're at the top now. So, just, just that thing, just, just approve, just approve, more of, more of a statement point than, than unfinished business. This past season, you took on a bit of a bigger role. We mentioned the leadership aspect on and off the court. That kind of comes inherent with being one of the older guys, one of the more experienced players. Did you embrace that? Um, definitely, for sure. Um, all my coaches talked to me about it, you know, just being in the program for so long. Um, and like I said earlier, us having a lot of young dudes. And I've played in numerous games, uh, close games, all types, all diff- seen, seen different things in my four years here. So just being able to use that experience and um, teach our young guys things to help them and kind of like speed up their process in, in, in college basketball and I wouldn't say that um, I didn't have, like, a leadership figure here when I was younger because I definitely did. But um, just that's just what I wanted to be to those guys, just to give them guys knowledge that sometimes I wish I had at the uh, when I was freshmen and sophomores in, in college. 
It's like you know, parents talk about wanting their kids to have it better than yeah. they did. You want those guys <laughs> to have you know that figure that uh, that you, you 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 knew that you wanted and needed and benefited from yourself. Definitely, yeah. So you're talking about the, the kind of the role you're taking on there. If you liken the team to a family, which I know you guys do, mm-hmm. are you are you dad? Are you like older brother? Are you cousin, uncle? Where, I, where, where do you see yourself at? I, I, I say I'm more like older brother because um, still some things that I can work on and learn. Um, and they teach me things. My teammates teach me things throughout the season all the time. So I'd say more like an older brother figure. Um, they call you grandpa at all? Nah, they they call <laughs> <Not> me. <yet. laughs> they they give me they they at the end of the year they started calling me old man a little bit. Um, some days when I when I'm walking around like my knees hurt, they'll they'll, get, they'll they'll joke around with me. But uh, I know it's all love and it's cool. So well, I'm a little older than you, and I can tell you that won't go away. <laughs> <laughs> That's only gonna get worse. Um, but but talking about the team, uh, like a family, like we just were, uh, how much of that? do you think helped lead to having a more successful season this season than in the past? I think it meant everything because um, none of us ever wanted to give up on each other. Um, even through a few rough rough games that we had, rough losses that we had, um, it just helped us start to figure it out sooner because we, we all trusted each other. We all knew exactly all we wanted to do was win, and we didn't care like who went out there and scored 30 a game or who went out there and was guarding the best player. We just we all figured out that if we all buy in, it's going to lead to more wins and lead to us being successful. And that's all we want. When we all successful, we all look good. So that was the main goal we figured out towards the end of the season. And um, I think honestly, this is probably our first year where we've returned like basically like our whole probably we'll return more than just like probably five players honestly. Right. That actually that actually like were in the rotation. Uh, the year before, so um, I think that's only going to help us more, just to give us time over the summer, just to even keep building more team chemistry. Because you know, a lot of our guys were young that played, and even if they weren't young, like even if they were juniors or sophomores, they might have like Casper was injured last year, his freshman year, so he didn't play too much. I mean, Eric was only a sophomore. Then we had well, like three freshmen playing, and Lynn Lynn didn't play his freshman year really. So, uh, but he was with us. He was with us for a while, but playing games. Playing in games and sitting out and watching games and playing in practice is totally different. You know, you can just credit Lynn. You can see Lynn's uh, improvement throughout the year last year. Um, towards the end of the season, I'd say he's like the best point guard in A10. So, and, and this may sound like a, a silly question, but uh, everyone has more fun when they're winning. So, how much more fun was, was this past season? You, you talked about bringing back guys and, and also still having some younger mm-hmm. guys. Uh, how much fun was it just to, to take the floor every day, even for practice? Um, it's just like, I, it was a different environment this year. Um, I would say different environment than the past, but, uh, I just felt like it was more, uh, I wouldn't say inclusive. I just felt like guys were more motivated and just like happy on a regular basis. I mean, winning games definitely helps. Right. But even when we were on a few, like when we, I, we were losing like, I think we lost like four in a row towards the, uh, towards the end of the year. I think before we beat Richmond or something like that. And, um, practice wasn't like. Guys in practice, we weren't like losing our minds, like oh no, like the season's about to end, like we got to get our mm-hmm. get ourselves together. I think we all just knew that we all knew what we had to do, and that's another thing I like about this team. Like everybody's, we're pretty all level headed. Nobody ever gets too high and gets too low. And I think we had a lot of fun this year, but we also know that we let a few games slide that we wish we could get back. And I think that kind of is what uh, motivated us throughout the whole year. 
Is it that level-headedness that gets you through a losing streak? And maybe even a winning streak, too. At some point, teams can get a little complacent. You, you, you win a few games in a row. You start to feel like, yeah, that oh, yeah, us. we got it, we got it. And then, you know, it comes crashing down at, at the end of a game and, and the other way around, you know. It can be tough to take the floor when you've lost two, three, four in a row. Yeah. But you got to keep that mindset. Do you think that's the most important thing to get through those streaks? Yeah, definitely. I've always been like a level-headed person, um, even like during the game. Um, the Basketball is a game of runs for us, so uh, you can't get too high and get too low. I mean, you definitely can show emotion. you got to just to show that you care, and that's just part of the game. But um, you never just want to let yourself – think like oh it's over like you can get up 20 in the first 10 minutes of the first half but I mean no team's just gonna fall fold right. over and just give up but uh I think yeah going back to the level like keeping a level head I think that's pretty important because we won we, when we won our like little winning streak last year I think it was like three games three or four games um I feel like the night the game that we lost the end of our streak I just feel like we weren't ready to play at all we just came out there and thought we were gonna do what we had done the past three games and um and I think it just—I think that's good things to learn. I think uh, good things to happen to a young team, so you know in the future that uh, you got to bring it every game, no matter who you're playing. We've talked about your team. We're gonna turn the spotlight on you. Might make you a little uncomfortable, <laughs> but we mentioned scoring a thousand points—a uh, pretty impressive milestone for anyone to reach, and especially the way things have gone the last four years with with COVID shortening. Not mm-hmm. uh, not the 2020 season, but the 2021 season, yeah. really, for you guys and and. Did you take a minute to like look back and 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 appreciate that, or is it something that like you knew was coming up, or like all of a sudden it was like, oh, wow, that's right, yeah, there I am. I didn't I didn't know like how far I was prior to like I don't know like two games out. My sister told me, my parents were talking to me about it, and um and then I think uh, the game before I broke it, um my my parents really keep me my mom and my sister actually keep me up to date with this kind of stuff which is <laughs> kind of cool and uh i know i i hadn't i didn't really think about it too much like during during the year but um it's really big it's, it's a really big accomplishment to be able to be up there with a lot of good names and a lot of good people and just uh shows that honestly just shows that um just the work that i put in throughout the years showing up and, every uh, day yeah just me i think that's something people can learn from it mm-hmm. just be consistent and um just trust yourself and um, trust where you're at. Like, just because something doesn't work out, work for you in, like, the first year or even the second year, just uh, just try to improve yourself and just trust the, trust where you're at and uh, the results will happen eventually. Well, people took notice and you were named the co-most improved player in the Big Five. Not being from Philly, but coming here for school, you've kind of gotten, mm-hmm. you know, gotten familiar with the Big Five and the tradition and everything. So how much does it mean to you to, to earn an award for – a group that has been, you know, doing this sort of thing and is such a such a important tradition in Philadelphia for so long. Yeah, honestly, it was it was that was that was way cooler than actually scoring a thousand points this year. I think really? that was probably my favorite accomplishment. Um, just because there's so many good players, there's so many good players in the Big Five. Um, so many good players in this area that play basketball. I mean, we play against them every year. So when I heard when I found out about that, I was a little surprised and um. I think it was probably my my favorite one of my favorite accomplishments that I've gotten here. Um, I didn't know too much about the Big Five before I came to St. Joe's, right. so um, just learning more about it since in the, in the years I've been here and hearing about the people who've played in it, um, people who played at the Palestra, all those t- kind of things. Um, I think it's pretty cool and uh, something that something I always um, I probably always have that plaque that they gave me probably somewhere in my parents' house just to be seen. I think <laughs> that's pretty cool.
Well, it just came out recently that the uh, Big Five undergoing a little bit of a revamp. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that exciting to you as a player to to think, all right, well, now we're kind of almost in like a tournament setting? Yeah, yeah. I think that's really cool to be able to play at the Wells Fargo Center um, as for like a championship game. Obviously, everybody wants to be in the championship game. Right. I mean, it'll be cool to play. I mean, second place, third place. Nobody really want to play for, nobody <laughs> really want to play for third place or fourth place, but I mean – It'll still be cool to play the Wells Fargo Center, but the, the champ. I feel like a lot of people will be able to come out, come out to that and uh, pack the um, Wells Fargo Center. Um, but I also hope that we able to play the games, um, like the, the the games before that. I like playing the Palestra, mm-hmm. so like the little, I guess whatever the two little groups are. Yeah, the pool games. Um, yeah, yeah, the pool games. Maybe you can get one of them at the Palestra or something. I don't know if it's going to be. I don't know what they're going to do with that, but uh, I think it'll still be cool to play a few games there. Is that, is that something that you were familiar with when you got here, or is that just you know your first year? You're like, oh wow, this is you know I've heard of this, or, or yeah. I had no idea. The first time, um, first time I had ever been to actually, my sister actually played in the Palestra in in college when she went to uh, my sister went to a Division three school called Stevens Institute of Technology, and she they played U Penn as, as like a scrimmage. Okay. Um, and I went to go see it was at the Palestra. I went to go see it, so that was the first time I ever been there. But I mean, it was it wasn't that packed, so I right. uh, yeah, we were like the only ones in the stands. <laughs> but um, my freshman year, I went and seen uh, Newman and um, Roman play in the uh, in the Catholic League Championship. Um, I was watching Jordan play, and actually at the time I was watching Lynn play too. I didn't yeah. know he, I didn't know he'd be my teammate <laughs> at the time. Um, but it was crazy in there, and um, and ever since then I was like, if this place can get packed, this is a great place to play basketball. That was loud, and everything's like right on top of you. Right. So that was my first like real experience in the palestra. I thought it was pretty cool. Well, from your lips to the basketball gods' ears, <laughs> uh, we're gonna take a break, and we'll be right back. And we're gonna talk a little bit about next year. It's never too early to start, and about what you're up to right now over the summer. So stick around. We'll be right back with Cam Brown. You can support St. Joseph's Athletics by making a tax-deductible gift to the Hawk Athletic Club. These gifts are essential to providing student-athletes with the resources to excel in the classroom, in the community, and in competition. Make an impact on St. Joseph's Athletics by visiting sjuhawks.com HAC and donating to the Hawk Athletic Club today. Today's show is brought to you by Mainline Health. Four suburban hospitals, four top regional rankings, and a proud sponsor of the St. Joseph's Hawks. For award-winning human care, visit MainlineHealth.org. The Kettle Club Podcast Network is brought to you by Rothman Orthopedics. Rothman Orthopedics, the official team physicians of your St. Joseph's Hawks, provides the region with unmatched orthopedic care. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit www.rothmanortho.com. For orthopedic excellence, think Rothman first. And also by Univest. Handle all your banking remotely with the Univest mobile platform. Easy, convenient, and secure, because life needs a little more wow. Live life, stay connected with Univest. Univest Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC. We're back here on Bang the Drum. I am joined by Cam Brown, the senior who will be back, he said earlier, for his fifth season on Hawk Hill. So as you prepare for that final season, what's going on now? You said you guys kind of got back to it a few weeks ago. So what are you guys up to right now? Like, what were you doing before you came in here? What are you going to do when you leave? Um, mainly now, just focus on uh, this spring and the summer. Well, mostly the spring right now before every all our uh, younger guys come in and stuff. Um, we just focus on getting a lot stronger. Um, hit the weight room with uh, Eric Lang most three times, three out of five days a week. And uh, we actually do yoga um, twice a week. Well, I have a few of us have yoga three times a week. 
and um, everybody else has yoga two times a week just to get our just to kind of, I guess, kind of also help us recover. Um, is that the old little, man thing? Yeah, get older, yeah, you yeah, need more sessions. Exactly. <laughs> Give me an extra session so, I, so I'm more mobile next year. But uh, yoga is actually pretty cool. Helps your help helps with your flexibility, um, balance, a lot of like ankle strength, core strength. We focus on a lot of things like that. Um, and then, like I said, lifting with our amazing strength coach. Shout out uh, E Lang. Um, and then basketball, you know, just developmental things, um, focusing focusing on, like, a lot of the fundamentals, um, catching the shoot, footwork, um, finishing around the rim, different finishes. Uh, everybody gets – I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, our whole team, no matter who you are, probably gets, like, a, at least 100 threes up a day when we're, work, <laughs> uh, when we're working out. Um, Play like you practice, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, we'll we, we probably be shooting that. A lot of people will probably be shooting that thing next year. But um, just just focusing on a lot of skill development right now. Um, this is the time of the year to do it, and uh, and also just getting everybody healthy. If there's any like nicks and necks, that's anything wrong with anybody. Make sure everybody's getting healthy. But um, it's probably it's probably a good time of the year also because also we get to play. I mean, one on one pick up against each other like just on the side after we've done workouts because it's not like practice. We can't. I don't think we can. We can't practice for that long right now. Mm-hmm. So like at night we'll come back and play pick up or like king of the court and um. That's probably some some of my favorite times because you're just hanging out with your teammates and uh, you find out you you actually find out your teammates can do some crazy things one on one like some people some people's game changed tremendously when it's just one on one or pickup like I know a few players that in pickup they're probably unguardable for some reason you on the court I mean it's different you got your coach and everything right. but um in pickup and one on one you're just free to do whatever so uh, it's it's actually a fun time right now and this and the weather's getting nice outside. So uh, we get to hang out with each other, walk around campus and stuff. So this is probably one of the one of the better times of the year before we ramp up, ramp up and lock in in the summer. Those pickup games get a little intense. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they can. They either it's either going to be real intense, or like we're just out there like messing around and everybody's <laughs> like, "Yo, just go home because we're not serious because <laughs> we're not serious right now." So we'll that hundred three turns yeah, into two hundred real quick. Yeah, we'll just <laughs> just go home. Do you have a different strategy based on who you're facing, like how you're gonna? Take care of you. Know, maybe another guard versus a big man, or when I when I'm out there playing pickup, I'm not trying to guard any of our guards. <laughs> I do that enough in practice, so I stick to like the wings and and the forwards. Uh, but honestly, it's just all it's just all fun out there. Um, we just and we all hate to lose. Right. Like even when even when we're playing like video games at home we're, <laughs> and we're all playing together, we're yelling at each other through the through the headset. So we just <laughs> so we all and then like don't let you lose. We're gonna you're gonna hear about it oh, for yeah. the rest of the day <laughs> until you win another game. You think trash talk with other teams is bad? Nothing is worse than trash Not talk with your, inside of yeah, a team. Yeah, with, with your own team, <laughs> with your own teammates, nothing's worse for sure. What's the uh, video game of choice for the Hawks right now? Uh, we were all on Fortnite. Um, like the other day, Fortnite or Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Um, we also play this game called Fall Guys, but uh, familiar with that game, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that can be a lot of fun yeah, with a large group. It, yeah, it can be, and it can make you like rage quit too at the same time. So, <laughs> well, back to the court. Uh, you talked about getting ready for summer session. Mm-hmm. What what's that look like? How long are you guys on campus? Do you get some time to go home? What's what's that like? Yeah, um, so I think finals are about to come up for us. So uh, I think after this week. Um, We'll be done like a little spring workouts. Then everybody will focus on their finals. Um, uh, I'm I'm not 100 percent sure. I'm, I know we start summer workouts probably like beginning of June, end of May ish. So we'll probably get like two three weeks off from now until then. But uh, 
it's pretty much the same as the, as the spring workouts. Just a little. We just have more people. All our freshmen will be here. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be good for them. Uh, give us a chance to just become become more co- cohesive as a team, pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, the bonding off the court is yeah. almost as important as what's on the court. Yeah, I mean, if not the, more in that. Yeah, that period, the, yeah, the off the court is what was what helps the bonding on the court. Um, helps the trust and all that. But really, just give us a chance to put in what we need to put in. Um, work on the things that we feel like we needed to get better from last year. Help the uh, younger guys. Just help the younger guys become more like understanding of exactly what we're doing and um really just give guys a chance to compete and uh see what see what they can do see how they can help us um the summers the summers all you do is work out all we do is come (laughs) to gym lift work out you might have an online class maybe once or twice a week but other than that it's just a it's just a great time to get better at basketball um and spend time with your team um we'll probably get to go home for a little bit in like july august but uh, it's about eight weeks of just being up here at St. Joe's in Philly and uh, getting better. It's almost like a course in and of itself. Yeah, right? pretty much it is. What about you individually? What kind of training are you doing? Is it is it you know sticking to the yoga, the strength training? Is there anything else? Yeah, I think like one of the biggest things for me this year is kind of flexibility and mobility. Um, so that's why I got yoga three times a week. Uh, getting the, getting my uh, knees stronger, a little bit of my lower body stronger. But um, most of it is just uh. Honing on some skills on the court, um, trying to get a consistent jump shot throughout the whole year, and um, really, and I take the time in the summer. I probably say I can. I'm kind of like a coach on the floor for mm-hmm. for Coach Lang, so I think most of the time in the summer for me, it's just helping the younger guys um, figure out what they need to figure out. I always tell them if you got any questions, because it's easy. It's not always easy to ask a coach like something, because right. you might not want them to think that you don't know what you're doing. Or like you don't want them to just just get have like a bad not not like a bad image of you, but sometimes you just don't want to ask them certain questions. So I always tell the young guys like yo, you can come to me, ask me anything. Um, I give you the exact answer. I know what he wants. I know <laughs> what most of the coaches would say to you. So uh, just come and ask me, and I'll help you out. That's my biggest thing over the summer now this year, just helping the younger guys. That's something that maybe when your playing career is done, you see yourself getting into. Yeah, I'd love to be a coach. Um, after I'm done playing, hopefully I'll play pro for a little bit overseas somewhere. Um, but I'd love to be a coach, uh, come back. I'd coach here. I'd coach whoever whoever wants to hire me. <laughs> whenever, whenever I try to get in the coaching world, whoever wants to hire me, just let everybody know right now, I'll be coaching. So if you need a, a GA, if you need a Dobo, I'll take an assistant coaching job too, but I know i got to start somewhere. Not entering the transfer portal, but the Indeed portal. Yeah, uh-huh. Dan Brown, future basketball coach. Uh, real quick before you go, you talked about newcomers coming in over the summer and, and working with them and getting them kind of onboarded into college basketball. What 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 do you know about those guys? I know Sean Simmons has been on campus for a little while. Mm-hmm. What do you know about those guys? And, and as you look towards the 2023-24 season, how do you see them fitting in and, and – Maybe just the outlook for the team in general. Obviously, there there are some some maybe elevated expectations, and probably none more so than inside the building itself, right? Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, I'll start with the expectations thing. Um, I, me personally, I don't think we really have any expectations. We had a pretty good year last year. I mean, I think we we're like two games below five hundred. The probably the most games. It's the most games we've won since I've been here. Um, we made it to what the quarterfinals of the A tens. I mean. 
we, I mean, in here we all thought we could win the Atlantic tournament. Right. But I think we probably did. A, a lot of people probably didn't expect us to make it that far. Um, and give, and I guess almost. I mean, we should have won the game. Almost won the game against Dayton. Um, so I don't think I don't. I wouldn't see it as expectations. That's probably more of like a. I don't want to say like fan thing, but it definitely is low key more of a fan thing. I think we know what we got to do here at St. Joe's and in, in, internally in our locker room, and we know what it takes. What it takes to win. Like we're, we're one shot away from probably when when making it in the semifinals last year. So we know what it takes. Um, and just watching, like honestly, we watched. It low key made us watch a lot of basketball this year. So just learning from other teams. Um, about, about how they win close games. Uh, we go through over situations all the time in practice, in the game situations. So just learning how to win close games and know what to do. Um, but yeah, I kind of went on a tangent with the expectation thing. Well, but. it sounds like the expectation isn't a result. It's a it's a process. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's more what of you a, expect of each other. Yeah. Every day, as opposed to what the end of the season looks. Definitely, because like. if you expect the same thing and do the same thing over and over, the the results will come. And I think that's what we're starting to see here. So I wouldn't say, like, the expectations are high for us to, like, win the A-10. I mean, those are always our goals every year, like, make it to the NCAA tournament. Those are our goals, but our expectations are to come in, do our job every day, and get better as a team every single day. So um, that part, that part, and then all the winning part, everything else will, will come with that. Um, and also, but the young guys, the young guys coming in, um, and – uh, Ant's been around ever since Ant and X is committed. They've been around a lot. They've already been around us a lot. So I mean, X had already been around us a lot just because Coach Scott. Um, and then uh, Sean, he's been practicing with us since he came here. Uh, I think like in December or beginning of the semester. And um, I think those guys can. I think those guys one can help. Oh, and uh, uh, Sierra, my fault. He just committed here. Uh, like what last week, mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. But I think those guys can come in and like really help us right away just because of. Just because they bring energy. I mean, all you gotta do is bring energy, and bring effort, and um, you can you can find yourself on the floor easily, especially here. And I think that's the biggest thing. We'll be a lot deeper next year. Um, a lot more people can play. A lot more people can play and affect the game at a high level. Um, so I think that's one thing I'm actually really excited about is uh, having a lot of guys on the bench that can come off, just rebound, score, facilitate. And it doesn't put like the burden on like only certain people to to do certain things. But I think that's probably be a, one of our biggest strengths next year is is death. Like we, well, I think we bring our starting five back except for Edge, um, and then we still got everybody. Christian still coming off. Christian still be be there. Rashir, Casper. Um, then you add X, another another guard. You got Sean, whose wingspan is. Uh, I don't know. His <laughs> arms touch the floor just like Rashir. Um and then Ant and Sear and who else? You got uh Charles coming off the bench, CJ coming off the bench. Um it's a, it's exciting. I, and I know that's why it, like people on um all our fans are excited for next year cuz like we haven't had this this like good of a team on paper for a minute and I think that's all it is right now. Me personally, it's just on paper. Right. Nobody's seen we oh, we haven't even all worked out together yet. Nobody's really seen us play together, so that's what the summer's for is to make sure those things on paper can come off the paper and, and translate onto the court. Well, thank you, Cam, current basketball player, future basketball coach, <laughs> Cam Brown, for joining us. Congratulations again on everything you've achieved, and 
it may be early because you still got maybe six months until the season really yeah. starts. But good luck over the summer. Good luck as you get ready for that fall and, and you bring those new guys on board. And like you said, everyone's excited. But I can mm -hmm. tell no one's more excited than you are yeah, for yeah. next season. So, again, thanks for joining us and good luck. All right. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Our thanks to Cam Brown for joining us on Bang the Drum. And our thanks to you for listening. We'll see you next time. Be sure to subscribe to the Kettle Club Podcast Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or the TuneIn app. You can also find us at sguhawks.com slash podcasts. Yeah.